0: Congratulations! You're listening to the best podcast in the world. I'm Andy Fitzpatrick, and I'm Nate Cox. Great pickup there, Nate. <laughs> uh, so this is our annual podcast <laughs> that we do, uh, where we debate things. Uh, the last episode, well, annual. I've been doing this every week. You haven't been posting them. <laughs> uh, uh, our last episode was a Christmas episode. <laughs> it's in December. Where we talked about the best Christmas present ever, and if I remember right, by popular vote, Josh Holderbaum won that with his uh, emotional terrorism, as you put it, of the uh, customized action figure that his mom made.
1: Oh, yeah. It was his mom, right? Yeah. That's what I remember. Yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah, that was just a story. it was a tumor short of a Lifetime movie. (laughs) So, uh,
0: well, a Lifetime movie, there's got to be a murder somewhere.
1: Or a tumor. I
0: guess. I mean, that's really more of a Hallmark movie is what you're describing. Uh, our guest is uh, my brother Mike Fitzpatrick, who I think we last had on here to talk about Huey Lewis songs, maybe.
2: I think so. Yeah, we did a podcast about Huey Lewis songs. We did. <laughs> we did when Huey Lewis was playing in Battle Creek, right? right. A show that I actually did not watch, but <laughs> wow. we went. Now, down, you've
0: gone to South Carolina or something like that to see him play.
2: Yeah, we went down south. Um, just we went down south to see him play, and then, um, but not Battle Creek. No, well, <laughs> the, the, we already hit, he, when he was in Michigan, we had tickets to go watch him on like a family festival type thing with my kids. And so um, I wasn't going to go the week before and then go back. I would, but I didn't want to do that to my kids, you know what I mean? Because it would have sort of ruined the special surprise of taking them. So. And how long did you have to ground them because they were bored with... They the love kind of Huey I Lewis. I know, I know. <laughs> my, I, well, that's sort of the, the modern parenting thing. It's like, okay, like how do I you know, you want to introduce some new music, so you introduce some new music you like. You know, like, and I, they don't know anything about modern music, which is, I don't know if that's fortunate or unfortunate. Based on what I hear on the radio, I'm, I'm happy that they like you with this more. But
0: You know, what's in my life now is the kids pop thing.
2: Oh, it's great, isn't it's it? It's the
0: worst. <laughs> <laughs> because modern pop not only all sounds alike right now, but it's all sung by those kids pop kids. Right. <laughs> and it's all the same. Like, it's all exactly the same. One time wow. I had it turned on to uh, an actual pop station in the car, hoping that. Like, oh, you know, you can hear these songs sung by the people who actually sing them for real. Mm-hmm. And she didn't like that. So,
2: no, it's got to do the kids' bot version. Man. Yeah, yeah. Now, when my kids were young, uh, the musical taste tended toward the wiggles when they were really, really young. <laughs> sure. And so, uh, and then it got to the point where I would like the music would be playing in my CD player or whatever, and I would just leave it go when the kids weren't in the car. <laughs> and I found myself singing in, fruit salad, yummy, like when nobody's around, <laughs> right, you know, right, and right. then the music would stop and I'd still sing it. And, you know, your brain is broken from parenthood at that point. <laughs> All right,
0: shut up. Uh, oh, we are going to... I just, want, I just want to point
1: out, we we did Best Huey Lewis Song before we did Best Summer Movie, right? I think we've done Best Summer Movie. Oh, have we? This a we, I'm just, we might not be very good at podcasting. Here's the, th-
0: here's the thing, people. <laughs> it's, it's been a long time, and uh, now we have our own dedicated uh, uh, channel, or whatever you call it, on iTunes. So oh, That's exciting. So it's like a whole new thing. Got to create content now, Th- man. Thanks to the good people at USA Today. So, by the way, as you're listening to this, keep in mind this is part of the USA Today network. The quality <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that you're hearing, yes. the, uh, and I've been the told, professionalism. I've been told that everything we say represents the beliefs of the <laughs> USA Today management and their stockholders. Is that, is that accurate? And and I'm pretty sure
1: right.
0: re- reflects upon their religions as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh okay so today we are discussing the best uh summer movie in the world uh the best summer blockbuster i guess if you want to think of it that way um and the way this works is we will each uh discuss the one that we think is the best one in the world and um then we'll play around called here's why you're wrong where we pick apart uh each other's obviously wrong choices and uh then the public gets to go vote on what they think the best summer movie is in the world uh, when you see this on battlecreekinquire.com, there will be a po- uh, excuse me, there will be a poll posted with it, and uh, you can vote for one of the ones we pick. You can vote for one of the others that'll be listed. You can uh, come up with your own answer and write it in. So there you go. So let's uh, go to Mike, and Mike as the uh, guest. Um, Semi-co-host, friend of the show. I don't know how we want to classify you at this point. but I like friend of the show. <laughs> friend of the show. Yeah, that makes me sound important. Uh, as the uh, current friend of the show, uh, you get to pick. Do you want to go first or do you want one uh, of us to go first?
2: I would very much like Nate to go first because I already know what his answer is. And yes. half of my arguments are in retaliation to his. <laughs> okay. So if he's gone a different direction than I expect, my arguments have to change between now and then. So, okay. <laughs> uh, Nate. What
0: is the best summer movie in the world?
1: Uh, well, really, the reason that we started this podcast essentially is just to give me a platform to talk about Jaws. <laughs> that's right, about yeah. half of it. This yeah. will be like the third or fourth one where <laughs> that, Jaws is your answer that, to whatever the question is. <laughs> I actually I think it is the first time. And I think it is, but it won't be the last time. It's almost guaranteed. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, obviously, obviously, uh, um, you know, it's a movie that everybody's seen, and, and it is kind of the. You know, er, summer blockbuster movie. I mean, it kind of invented the genre. Quite literally, it was one of the first wide release Hollywood you know summer movies, um, and it takes place during the summer and it's a big you know disaster. You know, I mean, it kind of invented the giant animal attack genre. You know, um, uh, it's mm. okay. Go on. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it definitely spawned a lot of imitators. It was sure. the first one, but it modernized but, uh, it. Uh, um, I think yes. Well, I don't think there was. It. I mean, I don't think there was. What, what, what are you gonna Give credit to them, them, <laughs> yeah, the giant grasshopper movie, yeah, yeah what, know, What's the one with like the that. giant
2: bunny rabbit? So, Night of the Leapas, although I don't know if that that's was p- after, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that was after Jaws, yeah. I think so. Oh my god,
1: but uh, uh, King no, Kong? Jaws, Jaws is a great movie. Uh, um, yeah, King Kong is a giant animal <laughs> attack movie, it isn't.
2: No, <laughs> Wait, no, it's not. Wait, it's, it's, I have a problem <laughs> with no, this, it's yeah, not. Yeah, it's we have to stop for a
1: second. No, the giant animal attack is you have the like, like the King Kong's not attacking anybody. They drag his ass into New York City <laughs> and he doesn't really attack anybody. He tries to run away, climbs up a building foolishly, and then uh, uh, he's a little rapey with Faye. Stupid Fay King He's a little rapey with Fay Ray. That's a little weird, but then, uh, then gets shot and falls down. He doesn't do anything really aggressive. Well, he fights a bunch of claymation dinosaurs but he doesn't do anything aggressive towards people until literally the last possible minute <laughs> so yeah i mean i can see that argument but, yeah because he's
0: not agri- I mean, like, it's not a it's not a nature run amok movie yeah, like jaws is yeah
1: yeah no All right. i don't know he's a giant ape <laughs> uh anyway Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah there's a giant animal movie so, <laughs> but but clifford the big red dog are not animal <laughs> attack books you know just because there's a giant red dog in them but no uh <laughs> the, 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 my favorite thing about uh uh my favorite thing about jaws though it, it, well, there's many things i mean one I've loved it ever since I was a kid when Marshall Recreation Department did what I don't understand isn't why this isn't mandatory in Trump's America right that we have. <laughs> We show uh, weekly showings of Jaws in high school swimming pools, right? right. So there
0: was like which we did it when we were in high school. Uh, I remember it. Uh, yeah. I, I think it was assume. the
1: rec department though, because they they had the, I think so. Well, whoever, it yeah, it was in the middle of summer, and there was like forty five kids in this pool, right? And then showing Jaws over the top of it at the high school. It was phenomenal. I mean, of course. Why wouldn't it be? You know, you're sitting there right. floating around, and then after about the first – when you're freaked out after the first shark attack, you just spend the rest of the time swimming around and grabbing people's legs <laughs> <through> <laughs> the shark attack scenes. You know, they do that thing
0: now where um, uh, they do the inflatable movie screen, and they put it out in the water at night, and then you're, like, at a beach, oh, and you're yeah. in the water watching it, which be would awesome. be pretty great. That'd be
1: awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so – but also, also, there's a really uh, – uh, Jaws is, is probably – if you look at just the filmmaking and not the finished film, it's like the worst production ever put together. Right. It went like a hundred day, literally a hundred days. It was supposed to be like 155 days of shooting went 159 days of shooting, uh, they had this shark and like the plot was supposed to be, if you read about all the things the shark was supposed to do, including all the scenes with the boat, like the whole thing when they're out on the boat, which is like great, uh, uh, you know, uh, a suspense building you know filmmaking made spielberg's career also has been stolen in every other you know like godzilla does it and all these other you know movies you know this just recreate shot for shot almost that scene with the shark attacking the boat he was supposed to jump up on top of the boat and they were going to have this fight scene where they fought the shark and killed him on the the, the deck of the boat but it wouldn't work the shark just wouldn't stink and work right you know so they brought out this mechanical shark and and then they you know, it's supposed to be all over the place, you know, biting people in half and everything in the shallows, but they just couldn't get the damn thing to work. Um, Name of the boat was. The name of the boat. Uh, do you remember off the top of your head?
0: I do not remember. <laughs> I don't either, but I remember yeah. its cool name. How yeah. about the nickname for the robot shark?
1: So They called it Bruce. There you that, go. That's in there. But uh, you also look at Wikipedia, and you look at all the almost, like, Charlton
2: Heston was, wanted to be in it real bad, was trying to be in it. Like How terrible that movie would have been. Oh, <laughs> oh now come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, oh, I if love... there's any room for improvement in Jaws, it's an addition of him. No, I love Roy Boy Schneider.
0: No. <laughs> but, but if Charlton Heston had been there in his place, it would have been a very different movie, but I would have loved it nonetheless. They,
1: they, they offered Roy Schneider's part to uh, uh, Robert Duvall, but he only wanted no, to play no. quant so, really? no, no. and then uh, they didn't have Hooper or uh, 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 what's his name, uh, the the um, oceanographer. Which why did they call him an oceanographer? What and what is is. Uh, his uh, job, the uh, Richard Dreyfus part, they didn't have those cast until like the week before, <laughs> you know. But it's like, but you can't, it's the perfect casting. Robert Shaw in the greatest performance in cinematic history. <laughs> uh, and supposedly he wrote that monologue about surviving the USS Indianapolis wreck that he has. He wrote that himself. Supposedly. Wow. Uh, uh, but, uh, uh, and then, you know, Roy Scheider, who is his t- Hollywood's weirdest tough guy, right? Yeah. Like he only gets tough guy roles and is. Honestly, like, it's like Roy, Roy Scheider is like one step below Rod Stewart on like the tough guy scale, right? Like, in other words, not really a debate. <laughs> can, you know? I, can I
2: interrupt to point so. out that I have tickets to Rod Stewart this summer? So <laughs> if you want to do a Rod awesome. Stewart
0: song podcast soon, I'm in. That would be a good one if yeah. you can include his entire, like, all the different bands he was with and everything. 100%. Uh, Roy Scheider, you know, I, I, I um, Eventually, we'll do one of these topics where my answer to the question can be The Seven Ups, which is (laughs) one of my favorite cop movies, which was supposed to be, uh, if I'm remembering right, um, his character in that was supposed to be his character from The French Connection, but it was, like, unofficial. So, it just got, got, like, a different name or whatever. But it was supposed to be a continuation of that character's adventures or whatever. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. The French Connection is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. phenomenal movie and he's great in it and french connection 2 is even better (laughs) which which is super bizarre and he's not in it no but also has i mean the french connection has the scene where uh gene Hackman chases that boat while he's on foot and they do another one (laughs) the second one except it's like a car that he's walking around no i mean i mean i think i think it's you know uh um it speaks for itself i mean it's a great movie it's got Great characters. The chemistry between those actors is phenomenal. All of them, except for Robert, well, even Robert Shaw, they're all completely unbelievable in the roles that they're in, you know? Right. Uh, and then the hilariously just terrible ever been sort of a terrible person you know and and you know the whole plot point being that the mayor won't let him shut down the beach even though three people have been murdered by the shark you know and then they you know they catch that tiny tiger shark and they're like "Yo, this is probably it we're fine right <laughs> right uh and then uh then there's that weirdo subplot where uh the next person gets killed and and uh roy boy's kid goes into shock or whatever like falls out faints you know uh the boat was called the orca by the that's way. right that's right yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but uh uh yeah, it, i mean it's it's uh um it it's still stands up i watch it at least once a year you know <laughs> uh i bought the other three jaws movies which have no involvement from Spielberg or peter misley <laughs> right. uh, involved um Peter Benchley wrote the script, which is interesting to note because they also then hired Carl Gottlieb, who's like a comic actor, to like punch it up. And he just ended up rewriting the whole script (laughs) during (laughs) during the principal shoot. You know, he was like supposed to do a one-day pass for jokes and uh, um, every day. So they would get the pages like the day before that they would shoot them and then they would go out and shoot them. And and, uh, they – uh just that final scene on the boat you know when they shoot the shark and they put the barrel and it was supposed to make sure they can track it well he pulls the barrel down and goes back and then they think okay well we'll figure out we'll replan and then he hits the damn boat right again so knocks out the generator then they shoot him this time one more time with a harpoon with a barrel tied to it then they tie it to the boat which almost pulls the boat down (laughs) you know underneath and then uh going back through it's like well let's get back in closer to shore uh uh but we, then they're trying to do that, and then the shark comes back again. That's when Quint dies, and everything else like that. And then, of course, the most logical way you would kill a shark, right? Oh, well, first Richard Dreyfus jumps in that cage, right? Right. tries to. Do you know what? Do you remember why he jumped in the cage? What he was trying to do? I, no. <laughs> he was trying to inject the shark with strychnine. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I which, didn't. I have no memory of that part. <laughs> that's. I mean, clearly. Quality shark hunting strategies <laughs> being employed. Shark tears apart the cage, you know, so then he swims away. And then it comes back, and Roy Scheider shoves that stupid uh, uh, scuba tank in uh, his mouth, climbs up the mast, and shoots it. Which, of course, I don't know if you've ever shot a scuba tank,
2: but if you do, huge fireball explosion <laughs> right. is right. the result. Right. Of, of it makes me not want to go scuba diving <laughs> yeah. anytime in the future. Yeah.
0: Well, also, Jaws uh, breathes propane. so We forgot to mention that. (laughs) You didn't mention that? That's weird.
2: Um, I don't think I've ever watched Jaws, not at 3 in the morning, too, on television somewhere, because you just run into it all the time. And then any of the sequels, which I think the death in the second one, uh, while not as uh, full of comic goodness, uh, the shark biting through the electrical power line that Roy Scheider is holding in the middle of a raft.
0: (laughs) Didn't he have something? Wasn't he holding with something? I don't remember.
2: It's It's like they pulled up this giant... Power line or something with a winch. I forget how it actually comes about, but the, he's like sitting there, come and get me, right? Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. shark like comes up and bites it while he jumps <laughs> off and it electrocutes it to death. And, right.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah and then you get to the one with Michael Caine in it. Right.
2: Know, which is just, which is number four. And number three, though, Jaws 3D, which is unconnected to the other ones other than this giant great white shark or whatever. Uh, I've never seen that in 3D. So like, it's one of oh, those you yeah. see it and then it's always like it looks like it's meant to be in 3D. Like they're poking stuff yeah. at the screen. Right. It's completely no effect at all because you're not the
0: watching old SCTV it in 3D, uh, 3D yeah. thing yeah. where yeah. they <laughs> hold things up to the
1: camera. I, I, I've never seen it in
2: 3D either. I, I have
1: seen the Creature from the Black Lagoon in 3D. <laughs>
2: really? They, yeah. they had a special that showing awesome. of that when we were kids on TV. I'm almost positive where you could watch it in 3D. Like if you you got like 3D glasses. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember the, I remember
0: yeah. the s- glasses in the store. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: So now I avoid 3D at all costs. When I go to the movie theater, I just like, yeah. I, don't, I cannot stand it. It makes me sick, oh like, sick God, to my yeah. stomach.
1: Well, I didn't, I, I, I'll see movies in 3D, but I was glad I didn't see the IMAX 3D for Doctor Strange, <laughs> <laughs> which is, you we're know, just uh, thrown up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So is that, uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's okay. it. Although I was going to say my Doctor Strange joke, I can't remember which comedian described Doctor Strange. It was very apt. They just said, I'll clean it up a little bit, but they said, you know, there's this total jerk who's a doctor, and then he, Fight's a screensaver. <laughs> so, that's essentially plot that movie. So, yeah, Jaws.
0: Okay, so uh, now we play to the left in this game, so that comes to me. And uh, my answer for best uh, summer movie... Oh, by the way, Nate, I'm really disappointed you didn't mention the uh, fight uh, between Robert Shaw and uh, Jaws on the Orient Express. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the that's movie. So that's, yeah, that's that's the best that's scene that's that's of Jaws you did mention. Yeah. It. Yeah. No, uh, also, <laughs>
1: also, we did mention, which, which uh, is funny, a lot of people don't know... Uh, uh Brian Singer's production company, Bad Hat Harry, is from a line in Jaws. There's we're talking to this you can find it on YouTube, you know. Uh, uh Scheider as the sheriff is sitting there talking to some guy from, you know, and he's like, Well, there's no shark and we're gonna swim and blah, 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 some old man with this weirdo hat and a speedo. <laughs> and there's a car that's where the cartoon comes from. He's like, Well and at the end Roy Scheider, one of the many hilarious Roy Scheider improvs on there was that's some bad hat, Harry. So yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh,
0: my answer to the best summer movie is uh, Jaws 3D. No. Um, (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) Great episode. Was Jaws 3D the one that had the the
1: commercial that took place in the laundromat? Do you guys remember? I don't remember no I don't that at all. There was one of them that had like like the music started playing on a laundry mat, and then the thing popped. It was like a lot like it's zoomed in on like this washing machine. No, I don't remember and that. Th- and then it po- I think it was Jaws 3D, and then it popped open, and the, and the like title came.
0: I don't. know. It could yeah. be Jaws 4 because Jaws 4 there's barely any shark. It could be, yeah, it could be. <laughs> it's mostly about this woman and her yeah. kids on this island. Yeah. There's a lot of Michael Caine though. There is a lot of Michael Caine. All right, no, uh, my answer uh, for Best Summer Blockbuster is Back to the Future, the uh, 1985 comedy sci-fi classic. Uh, So, I'm not going to go through the whole plot of Back to the Future, because I think everyone in the world has seen it, so everyone knows what it's about. But one of the reasons... It's about Iranian arms dealers. (laughs) Partly. (laughs) Partly. (laughs) Uh, Libyan. Libyan, okay, sorry. (laughs) Uh, So... Uh, you know, one of the reasons that this is the best summer blockbuster in the world is because it's this movie that's about time travel and it's got all this kind of science fiction-y stuff in it, um, where they, uh, actually did a good job with the special effects. Like a lot of these things, a lot of comedies that, that have a sci-fi setting, um, don't pay attention to that part of it, but this one they really did. Uh, the DeLorean, um, the way that they made the DeLorean into a time machine, uh, the design of the extra stuff on it, that was done by Andy Probert, who's one of the uh, great uh, sci-fi artists. He designed a lot of stuff for for Star Trek, for example, um, multiple enterprises he designed. Uh, so uh, that has got all that stuff going on. So it's got not only a good story and it's really funny, uh, but, but the special effects are good as well. Um, it's got what I think is something that uh, I, I think disqualifies Jaws from being the best summer blockbuster which is now you're gonna argue i think based on this point but uh a, a killer soundtrack and i think anything that's gonna be a summer blockbuster
2: has to have an amazing soundtrack it's, it's w- you, and you do realize the last time i was here power of love was my choice for best huey lewis song yeah. of all
0: and, yes and i think that won <laughs> and the song oh, in, the, a,
2: in the in the voting i think i so. never i never followed up that's my so memory I, I could be wrong but but
0: it is, uh,
1: it is weird that you choose to attack Jaws on sound. Well, I'm not like talking the, jo- the most famous movie <laughs> right, soundtrack. Now, no, it is not the most <laughs> well, famous movie point. soundtrack. It's, it's the
0: most famous musical sting, maybe from like, like a few notes from. From a, it, which is basically done to build up a jump scare. That's not like a sound. I'm talking about like people are gonna go out and buy the album. Like people didn't run out and buy the Jaws album, you know. And whatever.
1: Oh, sure, they did. Weirdos that buy movie soundtrack <laughs> albums. But, <laughs> but the sound but, yeah. Yeah, no, they didn't have pop hits on it. But yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. But yeah, we're not talking about those weirdos. But um, you know, I don't know exactly what Mike's gonna pick. But um, yeah, I would say the same thing about his. If it doesn't have that element, I think that's. I think that's a. That's a. That's, you wait, pal. Just, just. I to be, could be wrong.
1: Just to be clear for our listeners, if you do collect movie soundtracks and we say weirdo, we really just mean you're a bad person. <laughs> yes. <That's, laughs> yeah. Rethink all of my yeah. choices. <laughs> so. um, uh,
0: and it's got the other. I think absolutely necessary of a summer blockbuster, which is. It's got sequels, but not just sequels. It's got good sequels. There isn't a bad sequel to Back to the Future. All three movies are great. Um, I think all three came out in the summer. I'm not, I don't remember exactly, but I know, I mean, the de- first one definitely did, came out in the summer of '85. But, but, uh, you know, the two blockbusters that followed up were, were also just as good, I think, as the first one. So, um, yeah, those are pretty much my reasons. Not, I don't, a, not
1: as incesty as the first one, but
2: well, you know, <laughs> fine. <laughs> now, in the movie's defense, Marty was trying to avoid incest at all costs. <laughs> right, right, right. It was his mom and, that was a weirdo. And it's funny because I just read a thing about
0: this. The 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 filmmakers were. Uh, uh angry that the studio put the tagline on the movie are you saying my mom has the hots for me like that was one of the taglines Uh, (laughs) for the movie and the filmmaker's like we don't want that (laughs) on posters and stuff but for some reason uh the studio
2: did (laughs) so but uh yeah i I think another tagline was uh if she wasn't my mom perhaps i would date her (laughs) i think that one got cut though (laughs) Launched um,
1: the career of Crispin Glover, and that turned out fine, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey,
0: it, he should have stayed with it, is what I'm going to say. So, if he had stayed with it, everyone would be talking about Crispin Glover nowadays. <laughs> He'd be a household name. Uh, yeah, so I, I think those are pretty unassailable reasons for, for Back to the Future being the best summer blockbuster in the world. Speaking of, Chris I don't go on as long as Nate. So.
1: speaking of Crispin Glover, Mike's pick is the remake of Willard. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Charlie's Angels, isn't he? The villain in that, yeah. he's a henchman, I I would, I would Sam not. Rockwell's the villain. <laughs> I have not seen Charlie's Angels. I,
0: I have, <laughs> <laughs> Sam Rockwell's the villain, is he?
2: I yes. thought Crispin Glover was a villain in one of them.
0: He's a henchman, he's Sam Rockwell's henchman.
2: I think. Oh, he's the henchman. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I can't really argue with Back to the Future. I mean, I'm going to, but (laughs) I like that movie a lot. It was on my list of considerations.
3: Um,
2: Okay, well, see, I I guess we get into the retorts later, but uh, I'll I'll give my presentation. There were lots of them I thought of, uh, but the whole, like, best summer movie part of it, like, I think that... For me, it changed how I thought about it because I was trying to think of movies that I associate with summer. You know what I mean? Like not not necessarily that it took place in the summer, but it's like when I think of it, I think of going to the movies in the summer. You know, which is really has a long been one of my favorite activities. My kids love going. Like we go to every big summer movie weekend. So, in other words, you clearly understood the topic. <laughs> <laughs> I think, though, that my choice is not necessarily a better film than some of them out there, but I think it's the best summer blockbuster, and I picked Jurassic Park, the original. Uh, Jurassic Park uh, and there were some categories that I considered you know first of all success right like how much money it made and that sort of thing uh, and that's where Jurassic Park actually like it's up there it's the 17th all-time in adjusted dollars, according to Box Office Mojo. Whoa, 17th. I know. <laughs> I know. And that's one. It's successful, but not a mo And actually, Jaws was number seven. So that is one. Uh, so, point for Jaws. Right. <laughs> so, you doing, doing great so far. <laughs> so I, I know up front that, that that it's not the most. But if you look at, I mean, you know, I think there's some just god-awful movies that make a lot of money. Sure. So, you know. Um and uh, uh, what I like about Jurassic Park uh, and why I think I put it up there is there's sort of a balance of, like, the emotional journey that you go through when you're watching it, right? Like, so I think Back to the Future has this, too. There's some drama, comedy. I mean, it's overwhelmingly a comedy, but there's some, like, like when, you know, Doc and Marty and all that. And I, I get that. I think Jurassic Park has, like, that scare factor. It's kind of a monster movie, but also it's got some kids, and so there's a bit of a family dynamic in it, and it's upbeat, you know, and there's some fun parts to it. But there's also, like, gory parts, you know. Um, And that sort of stuff so the music I think is sort of a mix of the two that you guys mentioned because I think like it's got a great an iconic score, much like Jaws has. Yeah, it's got a great score, yeah. And so like I think people like people listen to the score, like they actually bought the soundtrack for Jurassic Park. I don't know how many people bought it, but I th- there are people out there that listen to that. Again, not on the same level as Back to the Future. I should point
0: but, out that I was specifically re- referencing normal people who buy music to right, enjoy and
1: right. listen to it. I have owned <laughs> both not both not those the horrible soundtracks. that buy <laughs> movie scores. Actually uh, in my in my freshman year in college there there's a guy that lived on my hall that was like he might have been on the spectrum now, knowing what <laughs> I know about autism, but but he could you could name a movie and he could name the composer. It was weird. I mean wow. you could name like re- Was he a music student? No. I don't think so. I don't know. Hmm. That would kind of be like, so, okay, I get it. But Yeah, but no, but still, I mean like ridiculously, you no. know. I mean, yeah. All right. So
2: Um it's it's uh, being a monster movie, but it's a monster movie that brought to life dinosaurs, man. Like like the thing, like all the kids, every... Literally. Little, <laughs> every little kid goes through that period where they're just like, they're fascinated by dinosaurs. You know what I mean? You just go through that period as a kid and it it, it brought to life these dinosaurs on screen in a way that no movie had ever done um, and, and sort of created this special effects phenomenon of, there being characters that don't actually exist like there's no you know i i know they had like robot puppets and things like that for the most part with these computer generated things um this was kind of the breakout example of that and then changed movie making um in terms of special effects and what you could do uh and so the characters and actors are all great like i think they're really entertaining um and well cast and all that sort of stuff uh what's uh uh, Samuel L. Jackson, you know, is like being a bit part in it before he was really Samuel L. Jackson and Sam Neill was awesome and um, even the kids weren't annoying as kids can be in movies sometimes. Uh, but it was, you know, super entertaining characters and and uh, not enough Ian Malcolm probably in the movie for everybody, but um, but certainly good. It had some a couple of memorable line, one-liners, which I think is important for movies, you know, like Life Finds a Way, uh, that sort of thing. And it has what I think it has over – Movies like, say, Jaws, perhaps, is like there's this lasting appeal. Like generations watch <laughs> yeah. it now. And Nobody watches Jaws now. <laughs> but the argument, I mean, like, like my my it isn't on my list. Of, for example, with my kids, it isn't on my list of things to do. Like, oh, we got to watch Jaws. You know, like at this point, like that's not a thing. Whereas Jurassic so, Park. So the
1: people in your house don't keep yeah. watching. <laughs> I, <laughs> I and
0: I would like to point out that uh, you made a point of your kids watching all the Back to the Future movies. <laughs> Yes. That was a big event.
2: Absolutely. House. It certainly was. <laughs> and I think back to the First future hand knowledge of Back to the Future is it falls into one of the best and I would put that amongst the best summer movies ever. Um, because of that uh, and so like it just Jurassic Park is one of those that has it's it's interwoven in our pop culture still they just made a new version of Jurassic Park that was really popular and they're working on the next one and kind of reinvented it again which I know they're reinventing everything but um, it has this like lasting appeal and, and it ages really really well Jaws is a great film Back to the Future is a great film both amongst my favorites but I think that Jurassic Park has a presence maybe that those don't um, in pop culture so uh, for those reasons I think Jurassic Park is the best summer blockbuster
0: alright so now we're going to kind of uh, nitpick
2: these to death uh, why
0: going back to Jaws why is Jaws not the best summer blockbuster in the world Mike
2: uh, there are large chunks of that movie that are boring <laughs> <laughs> like large chunks where people are talking to each other and drive around the beach <laughs> <coughs> Uh, for me. <laughs> I
0: don't, you know, I haven't seen it in a long time. How, and I should have watched it again because I knew Nate was going to walk in with it, but uh, how long is it before you see the shark? I mean, I know there's attacks like right at the beginning of the movie, right?
1: Well, the iconic attack is like the first thing. It's like almost the right. first thing that you see is the, right. that girl swimming at the party and she gets killed. But that's yeah.
2: mostly music, point of view from the shark right. and she sort of disappears, right? right? Like, right. Which, which works to his advantage, I think, as a film. Like, in the quality of the film, I think that works to its advantage. And a summer blockbuster i think it works to a disadvantage because you wait so long you know well it depends what you fill the space with
0: too you know like alien is a like a case study and how to do that well because you don't really see the alien until the end of the movie very well mm. but there's so much gore intention <laughs> yeah leading up to the uh, to the actual reveal that that you don't even notice it when you're watching it but um yeah, it's hard to. I mean, Jaws. I mean, it's it's hard to pick that movie apart because it is so good. Um, I think that looking at it with a modern eye, sometimes the shark doesn't look so great. You know, that um, feels kind of unfair to you know because at the time, obviously everyone was, uh, you know, it freaked people out. People were afraid to swim after that. So it's like. It wasn't like some cheesy special effects movie, but um, watching it now, it's kind of like, uh, you know, the shark's not really, really. It loses some of its punch, I think.
2: Yeah, which I think how something ages is indicative of how how successful it is as a you know a blockbuster.
0: Right, so. right, right. Back to the future.
1: Either of you jerks have a. No, Back <laughs> to the Future is a fine movie. There's not much you can say for it, other than you know say I mean, for it. Don't it, well, no, say against it. Say against it. It's one of my all-time favorite it's movies. A great so. movie. I mean, uh, your argument was pretty poor. Your argument should have been <laughs> should have been three words to say "to be continued" because that just blew my stinking mind when I saw that in oh, theater. Yeah. Yeah. At the end, you're like, "to be you're like what? That's possible? They can do that? That's allowed? <laughs> right How is now. this? There's more movie coming, and then you have to wait like in my. Little kid memory, thirty-seven years, right? <laughs> right, just, right, right it right, to right. out it was really what three years or something. Right. Like <laughs> they all came out in the same month. So, yeah. <laughs> One yeah. right for the other. No, they, they. I don't think they because I don't think that they didn't they shoot two and three at the same time. Yeah, that's my. Yeah, I think because they right. didn't think it was okay. going to make any money, so right. the two B continued. I thought was and I remember reading about that. That was like a joke thing. They're like, oh, we're going to do more, and they had the little teaser at the
2: end. You know, thinking, yeah, I don't think there was any intention that they actually were necessarily going well, to no, make we it. Or, it was, yeah, they yeah. thought
1: it was going to make any money. I mean, it was a weirdo movie. I know. I think it does deserve more. Credit than it should be for being, you know, probably the start of the alt right movement, right? With, uh, with, uh, 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 you know, white Anglo Saxon, uh, uh Marty McFly going back in the you know the future and then getting credit for inventing Calvin Klein underwear right <laughs> taking away you know these gay fashion icons you know like you know and and you know the probably the greatest songwriter of the 20th century you know Chuck Berry you know rest in peace right no he didn't do it of course it was this white kid from the suburbs that that song, right? that's uh, yeah so yeah no clearly yeah the moral of the story being you know I have sex with your mom and white men invite all the good things in the world he never right? once has so, sex with his mom
2: yeah. <laughs> it never occurs in the yeah. movie. Uh, strange line of argument. Uh, I, to be honest with you, like my, my gut reaction to Back to the Future. Even when I saw, I saw it on a list earlier summer. I had no idea it came out in the summer. Like I don't associate that with summer movies. So for me, that's like part of the argument. Is it's it's an awesome comedy. It's one of my favorite uh, movies of all time. It's it's you know a great piece of science fiction as well. But I don't associate it as a summer blockbuster. I just don't think of it in that way. It doesn't have the level. I know it's awesome and big and all that, but it doesn't have the level of spectacle that I associate with summer blockbuster.
1: The other thing you, that you haven't mentioned that we should mention is go go on your telephone machine and get on YouTube and look at the uh, uh, 9-11 conspiracy theories where they think back to the future. Oh, yeah. Predicts, I've seen those. Oh, yeah, there's, yeah. Those are great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have not. Yeah. I didn't know anything yeah. about it until just now. Back to the future proves 9-11 is an inside job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all these clues throughout the
0: movie when you watch it that predicts 9-11 is going to happen. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So How did we overlook that one when we did our best conspiracy theory <laughs> podcast? <laughs> Yeah. Wish we one of us had mentioned that. We gotta do that one again because that would the uh the Shakespeare sure with Shakespeare choice one and I I'd, I'd call shenanigans <laughs> on that. Like <laughs> that can't be the best conspiracy theory of the world. Uh Jurassic Park. Assuming you nerds are done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jurassic Park. Wins. Oh.
1: <laughs> well, I, I I do love your incredibly arguments you know that, what? that once again this is, that, <laughs> just like you did to me you're attacking the arguer yeah well, well no jurassic park is fine jurassic park is fine but but that it makes a ton of money it still hasn't made as much money as jaws and jaws was the most highest grossing movie of all time until star wars came out so uh which that jurassic park i don't believe it ever was i didn't even uh,
0: look up uh financials because
1: uh, uh it's such a <laughs> he's
2: undignified he's 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 artiste <laughs> <laughs> <right>? uh, <laughs> yeah. it's a part of the argument <laughs> i think yeah. Yeah, and, and you couldn't find Jurassic – or you couldn't find Back to the Future on the top, list, <laughs> on top of the and list. And I so. like
1: how you give Jurassic Park a movie that came out in 1992, am I correct? Credit for popularizing dinosaurs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, 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 that's not what I said.
2: For bringing dinosaurs to life in such a way. <laughs> and it wasn't even very accurate. So. I, will give you, I will give you credit. <laughs> that made that. up a lot of that crap. But b- pre,
1: pre-9-11, that was the moment. Like like when people would – like our parents' generation would always talk about Kennedy. And the one thing where everybody knew where they were and have like a visceral memory of – like a generational memory, the closest thing our generation had at the, uh, for a long time was that pan across that lake where you saw the dinosaurs because it was... It was amazing. It was something that just never yeah. thought was possible. Like, yeah. It was just like you're like, you thought you were having a stroke or something. So <laughs> right, that right. was the closest we had to a general... Generational memory, like Kennedy's assassination, you know. Then we had suitable tragedy that came. No, but sure. These are
0: all the same level. (laughs) Yeah. No,
1: but but it was it was the closest, which was which used to be like a good crack on the emptiness of Generation X or whatever you want to call it. You know, where it's like that's the big unifying thing. No World War II, no D Day, right? No Pearl Harbor. You know, just Jurassic Park. But but and I think the biggest thing about uh, I thought there was another one that directly I could directly refute one of your arguments, but I didn't take notes so. uh, but but the bigger thing is is Jurassic Park's jaws, except with dinosaurs. Like, <laughs> I agree. And that's actually on my
2: list of retorts because I knew you were gonna say that. Uh, dinosaurs cooler than sharks.
0: Mmm. Yeah, there's an argument. Put that to one on way. Man. Put that on, on the website <laughs> yeah, for not, a poll. That's not Dinosaurs cooler than sharks. That's not an answer. That's not how the game works. I think so. <laughs> uh, look. Uh and this goes for Jaws too. Uh, both wow. of these movies you guys walked in here with have just, the sequels are just just dog shit. They are <laughs> terrible. <laughs> just, they are, sequels just, are terrible. just awful. It's They're both good. of those. They're not good. You're right. Yeah. There's no, and I get it. Like like you know, a movie should be evaluated on its own merits. But but you stack them up against Back to the Future, where it's like one long movie. It's one long fantastic movie. I think I think that's what makes your choices
2: it, fall apart. I think I don't agree with that argument only because uh, Back to the Future was not conceived in that way. Like it wasn't conceived as this one unit of story. It worked out good, but you take Back to the Future How itself. Do you know? Oh wow! <laughs> uh, I mean, the, they didn't because it came out seventeen years after the first one. I mean. That's not true. <laughs> it's like me saying <laughs> Jurassic Park is awesome because everybody loved Jurassic World. I think it, it's it's you know they're they're separate things. Yeah, I, that's I, I, uh, I, not that, well, that's that's a. It's a rickety argument. <laughs> oh, no,
1: I do think they're separate things. But I think I also think since you guys, I mean, I, I don't accept the fact that they're long, boring chunks of. I mean, it's a hundred. Jaws is one hundred twenty minutes, right? It's two hours. That's the maximum that movie should be allowed to be. Oh, right? I agree with that. Uh, uh, but. Uh, um, you can even you can even see the point of the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park are cooler than the shark in Jaws, but the whole reason that Jaws works is because there's such a minimal shark, and when the shark does come out, it is not the, it's not the payoff, you know? Like, the functional part is the, is the tension, but the cast of those three knuckleheads run around, and then that insane <laughs> O'Mare who looks like he's just stopped between his eight day job of hosting a game show and his night job of making commercials for, like, mattress stores, right? You know? Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's like you got okay. So Sam Neil, Roy Scheider—that's kind of a wash, right? And then it's like uh, I guess uh, 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 I don't know if your Jeff Goldblum parallel is is Richard Dreyfus and that you know I, I did take I don't know I, it's hard to say I hate Richard Dreyfuss. I hate, <laughs> I, there's he's not pleasant to watch in any of the movies except it's kind of like you know like when you eat like. Super hot hot sauce. It's like it doesn't taste good, but there's a t- feeling that you get after eating it that is you know, pleasurable somehow. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know? yeah. like every movie that. You know, he's like, "Who's this weird jerk that I'm watching do this weird jerk stuff?" You know, what about Bob? Close Encounters, all of them. I I have those are the only movies I've seen this in but I think I, I don't know why I would Australian's opus nope, you've never seen? No nope, no interest. Yeah. No interest. It's not yeah. Yeah, cuz it's, it's, yeah, it's got oh, it's a movie about that it's, weird jerk and there's no aliens or monsters right. or, you know. Jay Bob Thomas Murray. is in it. So, yeah, good. So, good for him. Uh, uh, but uh So Richard yeah. Driver's is the hot but, sauce but, of film. But but no, but but Jurassic that's, Park. We need to make yeah, uh, Best yeah.
0: Podcast in the World t shirts. <laughs> <But> Richard Griffiths <laughs> is the hot sauce awesome of film. That's what we're going to name this episode. Yeah. <laughs> but but, uh,
1: but Jurassic Park doesn't have a Quint. He doesn't have a Robert Shaw. There's nobody that's just. Oh, the closest is, that, is that, gu- that guy that says the one awesome line, but immediately. Shoot her! <laughs> no, no. The better line is Clever Clever Girl. Clever Girl. And then, yeah, so the one, that I'm an expert, i got to take care of the raptors, and then- and They should all be put
2: down. immediately. We're yeah. being hunted. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you've, no you, you've managed to, no I'll plan. argue your own. No, he's no, no Actually- Please, please. Watch those two movies,
1: or just get on YouTube and see if somebody's made a supercut. I'm sure they have. I, I do want to say but,
0: that, that one line uh, from the Hunter character that I, I use in daily life, uh, which yeah. which everyone hates <laughs> whenever I do it around them, is when there's a lot of talking going on or people are arguing. Sudden, I'll, I'll, I'll like cut through it and go, quiet. They're reaching the Tyrannosaurus panic.
2: <laughs> 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 people don't look at me.
0: <laughs> anyway.
2: Oh <my> <laughs> That's the hard uh, part. So, I understand the Quint argument. I, I actually love Jaws. I love Back to the Future. And coming into this, I knew we would all probably pick movies that we all like to some degree. Mm-hmm. And and I do think Jurassic Park is a modern version of Jaws. I don't disagree with and, that. And that
1: character is clearly just that guy doing a Quint impersonation. I mean, even down to the fact that he gets I, eaten by the monster. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. About how is it <laughs> How is it not? He is a guy that brought in. He's this hunter, right? That they hire in to keep control of this horrible sure. situation. On this, honestly, it's a direct one to one parallel, right? Except instead of a beach on the Fourth of July weekend, it's this park that they got to open, but they can't open it because they can't figure out how to contain these raptors. So they hire this game hunter, right? So they hire right. this big shark fisherman, and they end up getting killed by the things that they're supposed to control. You know.
0: Well, the no, the only reason it didn't open was because of the the hurricane, right?
2: Yeah, there was a storm. No, well, this was this was was gonna open. This was a test run, and so they brought in these people to test out the park. And I don't know what the opening date was supposed to be exactly, but they were supposed to come in and endorse the park and advertise it and all those sort of things. But they all came in and immediately hated everything about it. Right. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, They 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 needed that you know paleontologist endorsement to to bring in the crowds. (laughs) I just. you know, just to finish my thought, it being a modern, given its place in history, given the technological advancements, given the the lasting appeal of it, I think that I'm not saying it's a better film than Jaws. I'm saying it's a better summer blockbuster. It just succeeded, except it was a less successful summer blockbuster than Jaws. I think <laughs> so. dollar for dollar, dollar for dollar in adjusted income, yes, but I think it had a presence in pop culture that exceeds that of Jaws.
0: Are right, you Phil arguing about money. Uh, <laughs> what movies have we not mentioned? Uh, I think Star well, Wars jumps out as the obvious one.
2: Yeah. Now, Star Wars, I'm, I'm hard with it. Most of the time, just Star Wars is, is a May release. And so, for me, I oh, know okay. it's the beginning of that summer season, but, like... Well, I, Star Wars also has, doesn't have that same summer feel. It's, it's, it's like its own thing. You know, like, Star Wars
1: is like a Star Wars movie, you know? And especially, without, with the exception of once the first one happened, you know... Um, which really, New Hope is my favorite Star Wars movie, but it's also the. Really? Worst. It's the world. Well, it's because it's got Al Guinness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Ob- <laughs> Man, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And it's also before they ruined all the sweet mysteries of what, you know. Uh, I heard he was a general in the Clone Wars. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I would. I, that's, I, what's, I, that's what the Clone Wars I, I, was. Even with Al Guinness,
0: I put it at like the fourth best Star so, Wars movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say the best. I said my favorite. Okay. No, it's pretty
1: oh, terrible. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> but, uh,
2: um, uh, uh yeah, any, any Star Wars movie on its own merits, I don't think it's necessarily a great movie, except for uh, maybe Empire Strikes Back. For Rogue me, One. Rogue One's the best Star Wars movie ever made. I love Rogue One. I absolutely <laughs> love it. I don't. I would not put it, put it above Empire, but um, this is a podcast topic all in itself. <laughs> yeah, probably it's your best Star Wars movie. Yeah. I have the. I have a list of the top ten grossing summer blockbusters. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> we, well, just as an idea, right, yeah, sure. You know, sure, just so that like,
1: would be a good time to go get a snack. <laughs>
2: Just as a quick snapshot of each one. Now, this isn't adjusted for dollars, right, but uh, but, but in terms of just raw money. So, uh, And this is filmsite.org. Um, Toy Story 3. Okay. Great movie. Best Toy Story movie by far. Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Man's Chest. Which one is that? Uh, They're all Davy Jones. The a big slog. <laughs> the first yeah. one's only worth a damn, but it's yeah. too long as it is. The new one I'm interested to watch, but. Hey, episode you one. know what? I
1: got a good idea for a sequel. What if there was a pirate ship chasing Johnny Depp, but it was full of monsters? <laughs> 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 huh?
2: Have we done that one yet? Here's two sacks of money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Star Wars Episode one: The Phantom Menace. Garbage. Um, Shrek 2. I wouldn't put it above anything we've said, obviously. Dark Knight Rises. That's the... Second one? Bane one. No, third one. Which is the worst of them, right? Finding Dory. I haven't seen that yet. Avengers The Age of Ultron. Second best Avengers movie. (laughs) No, I don't think so. Civil War, technically. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Third best Avengers. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Marvel's The Avengers is up there, which I love. Uh, as far as oh, like, Avengers, fantastic. It, it's 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 probably like my favorite movie, not because it's the best movie, but because like the experience of my kids and I going to it and everything. It was just so awesome.
0: Avengers cool. is slowly overtaking Ghostbusters as my go to movie when I'm sick or depressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It
2: just is like everything about it, which is what was disappointing about the second one, which had huge problems. But The Dark Knight was on that list, and then Jurassic. Classic world actually is number one as far as summer blockbusters in current dollars.
0: Right. So. Um Was Dick Tracy was that a big summer movie?
2: See, I don't know. It's, it's I have a. Me- I'm just. You, it had a big promotion around it. I don't. I'm just like. going
0: off like my nostalgia from a child. Like I remember that being a big thing. Like some summer. Like oh, let's go see Dick Tracy. I do, re- which is I a movie re- I love. Yeah, I
1: do remember. I guess I do remember. Have- yeah, I love that movie too. I remember. I guess I remember seeing it at the Bogar probably 17 times and coming home to my parents' ginormous. W- upstairs window air conditioner <laughs> because we didn't have <laughs> air conditioning downstairs. <laughs> right. And, you know, blowing, you know, I'm sure all sorts of cancerous materials. <laughs> <into> the, <you laughs> right. Know, and playing with those super weird but awesome action figures that they had. Oh, Dick yeah, Tracy. yeah. Greatest action figures.
0: Playmates figure toys. Um, yeah. uh, Dick Tracy, because I remember them because they were done in the same weirdo car- cartoony action figure style as the other successful Playmates line of Star Trek Next Generation. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, they were like the same size and which was not the standard action figure size and they were the same yeah, they were a little like bit... Like articulation. Thicker, I think. I think they oh, yeah, 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 you're right about that, yeah. But
1: but they had great accessories, and they had, and they did all the characters, which was awesome. Yeah. Included, including that was one of the ones that had, that had a big to-do about Steve the Tramp. Yeah, Like, yeah. was that, can we say Tramp? You know? <laughs> well, it was
0: also because, like it's implied in the movie, he was going to molest oh, yeah, the kid. Okay, so, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> like, oh, we made an action figure of this guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Indiana but, Jones movies. Indiana Jones movies. Uh, at least Raiders of the Lost Ark was a summer movie. I saw that on a list earlier. <clears throat> I'm trying to bring up my list right now, but um, yeah, no, I think Indiana Jones. Yeah, Raiders of the was, Lost Ark. Was I a think summer you got to mention Independence Day. I mean, that's uh, that another. was actually close to my top, but oh. I, I just sort of talked myself out of it. And that was a good one. But there,
1: there's a million of them, you know. Uh, here's here's one I would throw in there, which is. Uh, uh, which you could really do either one of them, but there's another sort of genre of summer movies that aren't these big blockbusters. One you could talk about like, and one, a great underrated movie is one crazy summer, oh, uh, yeah, you know, um, uh, or better off dead is essentially the same movie, but that one, uh, I think has the skiing in there, you know, it's like where there's a line about the, if this mountain was made of cocaine <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> but there's those two movies that, you know, had, had, uh, uh, uh booger curtis J- on or whatever his name is or Curtis jacks whatever his name is the, the guy that played booger in revenge of the nerds and john cusack and, oh yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah savage steve holland he, he was the director of those two movies cusack hates those movies bobcat Goldthwaite was in them too you know, yeah,
2: <laughs> great movies ghostbusters a summer movie
0: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. for some so, reason i was thinking that was winter i don't know why but because it well it takes place around
1: christmas doesn't it
2: uh doesn't the second it? one does is the first
1: one, aren't they, they having a Christmas party? or No, it's just a party. The
2: first one, they talk about it being summer at one oh. point in the movie. Yeah. And the little news thing. Oh, yeah. Um, Rotten Tomatoes has a list of the top-reviewed uh, ones, and E.T. is the number one top-reviewed oh, summer okay. movie. So that was at 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. What else is on there? Uh, they're number one. Uh, Mad Max Fury Road is the second-highest- Rotten Tomatoes. I love that movie, and and uh, I still haven't I, seen it. I haven't seen it either. It's no. it's pretty darn entertaining. The Mad Max movies in general are pretty awesome and have this sort of cool place in my memory. But like, I, boy, those are some bleak, depressing. One of the weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> weirdo- yeah. Well, well, except
1: for the. The best Mad Max movie by far is always going to be. I'm not. I've not seen Fury Road, and I know I've read. You know how much people are losing their stinking minds about it. Uh, but uh, uh, beyond Thunderdome.
2: Oh cool. yeah, yeah. Master yeah. Blaster.
1: Yeah, yeah, I the first one's, Rules by the town. <laughs> I think the first one's a better movie. So. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't (laughs) doesn't have Tina Turner sing it like a music video in the middle of it? I know. know, And then Billy Barty
2: riding around on that big, you know. You bring up an interesting thing. There's a clear distinction between like the best film and the best movie. You know, I think those are two different Uh, ideas in my mind. You know what I mean? Uh, But
1: the guy in one of the guys, I don't know who he is because I have
2: Fury Road, but one of the weirdo
1: warlords is is played by the same actor and could theoretically be the same character as toe cutter from uh <laughs> oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah uh i think he's in, i don't know he's not in first mad max i think he's in uh um, he's in the th- third no whichever he's in uh uh i thought beyond thunderdome was the third one i thought uh uh what is it what's the other one called uh,
2: oh damn it road warrior road warrior yeah um, yeah. yeah boy that's a weird movie the the, fir- the very first one it and did. the scariest part about
1: it is the villain's name is Toe Cutter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's <laughs> not it's <laughs> a <it's> handsome <laughs> uh, Toes, man.
2: Alien is a summer movie at ninety seven percent of Rotten Tomatoes. The first yeah. one.
1: Aliens not summer. Aliens a haunted
2: house movie. Yeah. Except instead of a house, it's a spaceship. Boy, it's so good though. <laughs> yeah, it is good, but yeah. it's not a
1: summer movie. I where's the black Is the black hole on
0: that list? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs>
1: Speaking of
2: haunted house movies in space, the original one, Black Hole. Yeah. There's a lot of the Pixar, <laughs> Disney Pixar movies. Uh, well,
1: don't they go to hell? Like sort of in there.
2: <laughs> Inside Out, Toy Story one, 3. Yeah. One, grou-
0: one group of people goes to hell. The yeah. other group of people goes to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not really like every other Disney movie. <laughs> um, it's not really.
1: Yeah, it's more like a weird religious allegory. I thought and, about it's right.
0: the only movie where right. you can see uh, Norman Bates get eviscerated by a robot with spinning blades.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so uh finding nemo is on that list how good how come they can't make a black hole sequel like they did tron black hole's way better than tron there was uh,
0: like, tron. It, it, tron legacy which is a movie i love um it's not great <laughs> but no. uh i there's something about it that because i love tron but, are, the, but in, in the opening scene that's in the uh kid's bedroom that it takes it's like a flashback scene there's a Black Hole poster on the wall because uh, that director was slated to do a remake of the Black Hole, but I think it fell apart.
1: Yeah, so. and, and Tron, Legacy doesn't get enough credit for essentially giving J.J. J. Abrams the idea of re- having a sequel that's essentially a re- the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's the blueprint exa- for that, yeah. It yeah, <laughs> is the exact remake of the first one. Right. Like, Let's go on a it weirdo computer bus trip in the middle of... <laughs> <laughs> Were
0: you like me? I mean, how mad did you get at The Force Awakens after you watched Rogue One? <laughs> like... Yeah, it I, this is what they should be doing with all this money.
3: <laughs> I, I
1: yeah, I enjoy. I mean, I enjoy the Force away. Rogue One had dragged a little bit in the middle. If they cut a good, solid twenty minutes
2: out of there, I would watch that movie every day you say that about every movie well it's true <laughs> well, i think it, yeah movies. it is an ongoing problem i, know, but, I mean but well it, every movie i, is I is agree long, movies but. are too long but i rogue one i don't i, I mean i and i'm not just refuting your argument rogue one it, it felt too fast to me almost a chase movie like isn't it a chase movie through the middle of the thing they're just on the move constantly going yeah. from you know set piece to set piece it's i a, loved it's,
0: it I it's just, a heist movie and, yeah and heist movies are supposed to move right. fast so uh
2: i, I do
1: love how all the characters die. That's the best thing ever. So. Uh, Darth Vader lives. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well, weird. through that movie, we- <laughs> weirdo Darth Vader in his weirdo lava house. Oh, that was awesome. Darth Vader's <laughs> castle is the best yeah. part of that movie. <laughs> the scene
0: <laughs> in the hallway of the ship at the end, with Darth Vader killing all those guys, is the best thing I've ever oh. felt. Yeah, no,
1: it was awesome. Except, you know, again, except for the fact that they've ruined Darth Vader by making him hate Christians. You know, like sad. <laughs> well, you know, sure, but so yeah. He's in there listening to Bauhaus records, like, <laughs> looking at posters of
2: what's her name. Yeah. It's so funny with Force Awakens that you mention that because, like, after watching Force Awakens, it's like that's awesome, this great Star Wars movie, but there was just like this unsettling feeling about it, and you know, the, and then you see Rogue One, and you realize, oh wait, they didn't do anything original <laughs> or cool. With it. You know, It's like,
0: uh, okay, we're running out of time. Uh, any other thing we'll throw in there really quick? Uh, dinosaurs greater than sharks. I don't. I don't know. I can't I can't go along with
2: that. I I love them both. <laughs> Dinosaurs more mass appeal than sharks.
0: Uh sharks uh weren't wimps who went extinct. I will say that.
2: Uh they're back. Dinosaurs are back. I saw Jurassic World. <laughs> they're, they're they're making a comeback. The
0: well-known documentary, Jurassic World. <laughs> yes. I, like, I, like, All right. I like how you act like you've never heard of Shark Week. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, that is a good point. <laughs> All right, so uh Neither are you jerk around social media, but uh, I am on Twitter at am underscore Fitzpatrick, so you can go look that up.
1: Is that is that the one you can order pizza on? <laughs> that
0: <is. laughs> That's the, no, the one you can order pizza on is at Donald J Trump. Exactly.
2: That's the one where you should yeah. go order lots of pizza. We need to get a Twitter feed for your uh, for the uh, podcast. Mm, we've done it. It doesn't <laughs> it doesn't fly. Well, now that there's a subscription <laughs> model.
0: Well, uh, we'll see if people listen, and then yeah, then we'll oh. start worrying about. Right. <laughs> that, I'll start that advertising stuff. this on my blog. Then. Yeah, you do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can uh, go to this uh, story at com to find the poll and there you can vote as we discussed at the top of the show. Uh, you can go to iTunes and listen to us. You can hear more episodes uh, on our own now dedicated SoundCloud channel at SoundCloud.com slash pod in the world. Um, I, th- I think that's what it's called. Uh, I actually have not. Fun fact, I haven't set it up yet. So it'll be set up by the time... Well, now you know what it's going to be. Now, by the time you hear this, it will be set up. But as I sit here, has not been... Uh, set up, yeah. The best part is when somebody
2: listens to it it's going to be that and then it's going to quick make an edit where you record over what you actually put in
0: there. No, I'm I'm leaving it as a warning to myself and future generations on what not to do in the podcast. This has been the best podcast in the world.